It's kind of a deal, I think, that's reasonable, which is when your kids grow up and uh, they get to be 16 or wherever it's legal where you live, they get the car, but they kind of have to demonstrate that they know how to drive before you let them roll around. Now, women were given uh, the vote um, various points in the 19th and 20th century. I think it was Wisconsin that gave women the vote because it was really a uh, kind of sausage fest out there. They couldn't get women out there, so they offered women the vote in order to lure women out, so thirsty men and all. And uh, you get the vote, which is driving the ship of state, so to speak. I think, I don't know if it was explicit at the time, but certainly one of the implicit bargains for women getting the vote was that they learned, learned about politics. <laughs> you know, now you have this awesome responsibility. I mean, you wouldn't just want to be voting emotionally, right? You wouldn't want to just, I don't know, undermine the potential future and integrity of Europe because some irresponsible father let his child drown near Turkey. So you wouldn't want to just be emotional. And and you certainly want to, wouldn't want to just be greedy. Like you'd have to learn politics and principles and, and philosophy and understand things. I'm not saying all men do, but that's kind of the deal. If you get the vote, you with great power comes great responsibility. If you get the vote, you really should le learn about politics. Now, okay, this is a little bit of an older data point, but it's from 2013. I, I don't know if it's better or worse now, but it may explain some of the voting patterns in general. See, if you don't know principles, you vote for bigger government. If you don't know property rights, if you don't know the basic reality that government is an agency of force, of coercion, of violence in society, then you're going to more easily drift into the socialism virtue signaling. Well, why wouldn't you want poor people to have free stuff? Why wouldn't you want sick people to have free health care? Why wouldn't you want uneducated people to get free quality education. What kind of monster? All right. You know what it is, right? So if you don't understand principles, you end up making decisions based upon shallow surface emotionality. You end up being very prone and prey to uh, pretty head former dra drama teachers, sophists, and so on. You have uh, a, uh, well, it's a rot that sets into the legacy of freedom. You know, only probably a couple hundred million men died over the course of history to deliver freedoms to the world. I'm sure that women... Well, really, you know, bone up on politics in order to exercise the franchise that men fought to give them in the most responsible fashion. If you thought that, you might not be entirely correct. So according to the data, women know less about politics than men. Now, this is not particular to any country or culture. It's worldwide. And so this is um, from The Guardian. Regardless of gender equality, women are less likely to know about current affairs than men. The survey findings were consistent all the way from Colombia to the UK. This is according to a survey by, survey by the Economic and Social Research Council. Women know less about politics regardless of gender equality. The report focused on 10 nations, both developed and developing, where men and women were asked questions about domestic and international news. Despite the diversity of the 10 sample countries, Australia, Canada, Colombia, Greece, Italy, Japan, Korea, Norway, and the UK and the US, women answered fewer questions correctly than men in every single country. Big survey participation, 10,000 participants took part in the survey, tested their knowledge of broadcast, print, and web journalism. They were asked a combination of questions based on hard and soft news reports, including recent international events. The hard news questions pertain to topics such as national unemployment, while soft news related to sports personalities and celebrity scandals. <laughs> I guess that's news. 
The level of gender equality in the nation survey was based on the World Economic Forum's Global Gender Gap Index ratings. So, the uh, professor, uh, James Curran, was surprised to find that gaps in political knowledge are wider in countries that have done the most to promote gender equality. Ha! Huh. Fascinating. So, the more that women are given privileges, well, first they're given equality, then they're given privileges because the revolution never knows when to stop whenever the government is involved. So, the more equality and privileges women get, the less they know about politics. So, the gender gaps in Norway, the UK, and the US are as large or larger than the gaps in South Korea and Japan. So, what's the gap? It's pretty, uh, pretty important. Women's scores of political knowledge in the UK, the US, and Canada were more than 30% lower on average than men, whereas in Greece, Italy, and Korea, women's average scores were only 20% lower. The UK positioned at 18 out of 135 in the gender equality rankings, while Korea is placed at 108. Wow, fantastic. What a, what a whole series of civilization-ending data points, right? So if you look at the UK, it's 18 at a 135 near the top of gender equality, and women scored more than 30% lower on average than men in terms of knowledge of the news and politics. And Korea is 108th in gender equality, way down, but women knew more about politics relative to men than they did in the US, UK, and Canada. <sighs> so, uh, there is some research to say the frequency with which people watch the news on television plays a role in gender gaps. Apart from Colombia and the US, more people watch TV news. The more people watch TV news, the better informed they tend to be. I, uh, I, I would question that data point now. What is it, the old saying? Uh, if you read the newspaper, uh, if, if you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you read the newspaper, you're misinformed. Uh, watching, reading, and listening to the news tend to be more male activities, particularly in Canada, Norway, UK, and the US. Age is also a factor in women's interest in political affairs. The study found that women acquire political knowledge much later in their lives than men, regardless of a country's gender equality status. Uh, and um, it seems so. It seems, this is a, a professor, a co-researcher co on the report, it seems that gaps in exposure to media are related to the gaps of knowledge between men and women. The gender bias of hard news content in all countries plays an important role in gender gaps and underlines a serious lack of visibility of women in TV and newspaper coverage. Yes, that's right. That's right. Journalist Kathy Newman recently raised this issue in her blog where she wrote that all broadcast newspaper editors in the UK are male, while female journalists have to fight to get their voices heard in the newsroom. Okay, tiny rant time. What is this obsession with, I need my voice to be heard? You've got to have, I want to have a voice. I've, they've taken my voice. I don't have a voice. I need a voice. I don't care about your voice. You shouldn't care about mine. I don't care. H how about instead of wanting your voice to be heard, just being right about things? <laughs> you know, it's amazing how many people will listen to you. I mean, this channel is proof of that. It's amazing how many people will listen to you if you're right about a whole bunch of stuff. So instead of saying, well, I need my voice to be heard, it's like, why don't you just be right and people will gravitate towards your, quote, voice because it's right. But saying, I need my voice to be heard just seems to be a synonym for um, respect my opinions even if they're wrong. Respect my arguments even if there's no data or rationality. Um, I, and when you say, well, you're wrong, well, you're denying my voice. It's like, well, no, you're denying your voice by not putting the work in to make your 
arguments um, empirical and, and rational. Now, of course, when it comes again, this is back to the IQ bell curve. So women are slightly ho lower uh, on average with regards to IQ, but this is particularly true at the higher edges of IQ. So like in, in the very top reaches of IQ, there are like 10 men for every woman there, like even higher, and at the very highest level, there's pretty much no women at all. So to become a broadsheet newspaper editor requires extraordinarily high uh, IQ. Women are just going to tail off. Now, where women are excellent, which is in terms of, of writing and fiction and so on, uh, women do just as well and sometimes better than men. But with regards to this really high IQ, high ambition, high testosterone stuff, you're just going to get a lot of men. I bet you if you're normalized by IQ, maybe even by testosterone, you're going to find that it's all perfectly fair and perfectly even. But you see, this is interesting as well, right? Because what happens is a deficiency among women is found, right? And it's immediately the blame is placed on men, <laughs> right? It, it, it's, just, it's almost like you, you can't fight this fundamental impulse, right? So women are uninformed relative to men significantly, like a third or so. And they've also gelled all this stuff together. Like celebrity gossip is followed a lot more by women than by men, whereas hard news is followed more by men than by women. I'd love to see the data of just the hard news. It could be like a 50% drop. I mean, who knows, right? But it's going to be more because they blended in all of this girl-friendly stuff or woman-friendly stuff. I mean, go, go to the women's section of, of some website. I mean, to me, it's like an alien planet of, <laughs> of gooey tentacle-based feels. But this is, women are voting and they're far less informed than men. Far less informed than men. Now, can anyone say, well, you know, it's really the job of women to take the responsibility of voting in a democracy or a republic seriously and up their game and really start to, no, no, you see, nobody can say that. Well, I can say it. Of course, it's what women should do. But I'm happily married, so it's different. But it's just one of these inevitable things. No one can say, women, you got the vote. You need to start driving without your blindfolds. You need to start driving um, properly. You need to, need to become basically informed. And listen, you could just do this in your own life. Just sit down and chat with women that you know about basic politics, about what the state is and what current affairs are and how laws are passed and all that. And just talk to men, talk. You can do your own, right? Find out. And inevitably, though, when a deficiency, a significant deficiency in women, women tend to vote more for the left and women are more uninformed or less informed, better way to put it. Women vote for the left. Women vote for bigger government, particularly single moms and single women. Women who are dependent upon their husband's income tend to be more conservative because they don't want the government taking the resources from their family, whereas women who don't have a husband rely on the state for what husbands used to provide and therefore want bigger and bigger government. And so here's a massive problem. We've got creeping socialism in the West. We've got massive amounts of emotionality. And a lot of it has to do with women being uninformed. It's a worldwide phenomenon. And it's actually the, the more equality and privileges women have, the less informed they are about politics. It's a huge problem. Now, rather than say, ladies, You've, you've got cars, so you, you really should spend some time learning how to drive more. No. See, it's men's fault. It's men's fault for not promoting women. Women, you see, can't understand the news unless it's read to them by a woman. <laughs> Come on. Isn't that insane? I 
cannot possibly receive philosophy, instruction from anybody who's not bald, whose forehead does not verily resemble, depending on the lighting, either the red planet or a speckled ostrich egg. I simply can't do it if you don't have blue eyes. I mean, come on. This in-group preference is, is insane. And this idea, this is a way of excusing uh, women. Um, they're uninformed because women aren't reading them the news or women aren't writing articles. It's like, well, I thought we were all equal. Well, why should it matter? Oh, unless women have a special perspective, then it's sort of subsonic bat signal that only other women can hear, in which case we're not equal and not compatible in terms of objectivity, right? So, again, huge deficiency. Huge deficiency and irresponsibility on the part of women. You got the vote. You need to learn this stuff. Sorry. I'm sorry. I know it can be annoying, but we go visit your mom and you have to learn about politics. But when this kind of deficiency is revealed, what happens? Boom! Immediately, unconsciously, without interruption, without pause for thought, without reflection. The fault is not that women are uninformed, but men are sexist. And thus, more privileges will be given to women when we need to hire more women, which means, according to the data, women will become even less informed, which means more privilege for women, more unjust privilege for women, which means less knowledge about politics, which means probably the end of us all. Well, no, we can turn it around, can't we?